Hey, what person you know couldn't use a little bit more encouragement? Yep, almost no one. You got that right. Welcome to my podcast. My name is Naomi Vilneg. Here you'll be hearing a word of encouragement every Wednesday. Please tune in. I believe God calls me to teach and encourage others with his gospel. And I'm leveraging the social media landscape. I hope to teach and disciple a whole generation of people in the place we're spending a lot of our time online. Be blessed and stay encouraged now. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time and all the time. God is truly, truly, truly good family. God is good. So we are back. It's actually the first Tuesday of the month of November and we have returned back. Um, I praise God for that. I praise God for the moment of rest that he has given me. It was not a planned one. I'm going to confess. I actually thought I was going to continue on posting for the month of October and possibly take the month of November as a rest time. But it didn't work out that way. The opportunity come to be rested. I felt in my spirit that I needed to take the pause for the cause. So I took the pause for the cause by the grace of God. While I was going through the season, um, spending time with God, reflecting a little bit more, just aligning myself in terms of what he wants um, to be said um, to everyone else out there who need to hear a word of encouragement. So I didn't have the opportunity to be on the podcast, but I was praying for you as I pray and hope you were praying for me and keeping me in your prayer. I'm looking forward to this new season of the podcast. I did spend six months. I give God so much thanks that he got me through that season that we were able to actually go ahead and record um, a few sermon words of encouragement on the podcast and um, put it out there. It's a journey for me. It's one that I wasn't sure that I could make, that I could do. And by God's grace, I was able to accomplish it. Six months at it. Every Tuesday, I mean, sorry, <laughs> every Wednesday. Today is Tuesday as I'm recording this. Every Wednesday um, that I was able to go ahead and post um, a message, a word of encouragement as the Spirit decree it. Um, to you all who are listening. So I give God praise for that um, because one of the things that I battle a lot is my um, insecurity about never being too sure that I am the woman for the job, that I can do something, um, even though I find myself doing a lot of things, but it is a journey. It is a process. You guys, you don't get to see the work that it takes, you know, the, the works on my knee, the works in, you know, in seeking God out, help me, help me, help me, because I feel I can't do this. And somehow he always helped me and managed to help me overcome. And I give him thanks for that. And I just pray that you're going to enjoy this season and let it be a blessing to you. 
Continue on praying so that God will make provision right here on this podcast so that the right words of encouragement will come in for the right season in your lives. That's my prayer. And I just pray that you would pray that prayer with me as well, that God is always pouring exactly what we need to hear in any given season, any given days of our lives so that when we tune in, Every Wednesday, we'll find something waiting for us. Glory to God. Be blessed and stay encouraged. Now, wait for the rest. <laughs> Hello, family. May God bless you. May his favor be over you in this hour as you sit in and you begin to listen to this new podcast. Um, I just wanted to come in and strong um, this morning by just letting you know that, uh, hey, God loves you. You know, if no one have told you that lately, let me tell you, God loves you. He loves me. He loves us. God loves us. He's loved us as his children, and his love is an everlasting love. His love is overwhelming. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, okay, and God loves you. I just want you to take that in. Let that be your cup of tea. Let that be your coffee brew this morning. Let it be what you are running on, knowing that God loves you. That is great revelation to know that God loves us, right? You know, we know we're not perfect. We know we don't have it all together all the time. But to know that God loves us with an everlasting love, that he accepts us as belonging to him. And through the blood of Jesus, we have been made worthy to be part of his family, adopted as sons and daughters. Oh, that is a good thing. So let that simmer in. Let that just sink in into your heart, into your spirit as you move in through the rest of your day. Notice. God loves you. Okay, um, I'm happy to be back. We are starting a new season. And as we start the new season, I just wanted to come in and be as transparent as I can be in this season. I feel like God has definitely helped me move on into a new place. And as a new place, I just want to be able to come in as transparent and let everybody know that, you know, as much as I'm... I, I get uh, the opportunity to come on this podcast and record, record God's revelation and his word of encouragement to all of us, including while I'm, you know, recording this podcast, sometimes I'm hit by the revelation of God's words myself and I'm encouraged by it and hearing it. Um, I, I also want to let it be known that it's not always great. You know, you're not always in a place of feeling confident to do this. It may sound like, hey, um, Naomi, you got it all together. You're able to do this. And um, let me tell you, that's not always the truth. It's not always like that. Um, and that's a journey all through my life that I go to the up and downs. I go to the moment of fears, the moment of dealing with insecurity. And, um, and I just want to let you know that it's not always like that. So I'm starting with this by being as transparent as I can. And as I move forward in this season, I pray that God will give me the strength 
to continue to be transparent as he reveal his revelation and give his words of encouragement. And so I actually wrote um, a reflective piece that I want to be able to share this day with you all. And in it, you will hear a little bit about me, where I've been coming from and some of my inner struggle, the one that we don't like to share with everybody because all of us want to look like we're all right. And I understand that we all want to look like we are all right, especially me. And anyone like me who come from a culture, you know, the Haitian culture where we always want to keep all our dirty laundry, um, you know, tucked away. So it's no one business. No one need to know what's not all right. We always want to look right before our peers. So I took that um, cultural um, attitude also into ministry, into my faith, where I'm always hiding truly who I am and truly what's going on with me. But I I just want to be true. I want to be true this season to actually let others know that, you know what? Yes, there are days it's great. There are days it's not so great. So I call that reflective piece mom mass of strength. It's called the mass of strength because sometimes we just don't feel like we're strong um, enough and therefore we are very fearful. Um, And because we are very fearful and not feeling strong, we put up a mass and we put up a mass for a lot of occasion in our lives. We show up with a mass and the mass has a smile, a permanent smile on it that proclaim all is well when in truth, all is not well. So here's the piece that I had put on together for a women group that I'm part of. And we were going on a hike, on a walk, on the hilltop, mountaintop, if you want to call it that too. And um, this is what the Lord aspires me to write. And as I was thinking about what to share, he reminded me about that because I was thinking about that we're going to have to muster some strength to walk up that hill <laughs> in Blue Hill. And um, and as I thought about the word straight, you know, the ability to show to show up as if you are strong. Um, and I was thinking of strength. It just made me realize, man, Naomi, you, you know, you're not always strong, right? You're not always strong to take the journey. And when you're taking the journey, you don't always feel, you know, the strength to take it. And it just make me think about, you know, when you're hiking, there are part you get to, you feel like, I don't know if I can take another steps because I'm out of breath. I'm out of shape. I don't know if I can move forward. But, you know, you might even take a rest, you know, by the, you know, lean on a tree or something, um, take a rest by the roadside. But sometime in life, it feels like we never have the opportunity to, to rest, to take a moment for ourselves. So we always got to feel like we got to move on with strength. But uh, the Lord was reminding me, hey, you know what? You got to, there, there has to come a time when you need to take the mask out. Let people know where you at and the piece go like this my name is Naomi Vilnik I'm a wife a mom a businesswoman a longtime church leader and a philanthropist I'm also a recovering fear f-e-a-r stand for false evidence appearing real addict I am also a recovering fear addict. 
false evidence appearing real. Today, I humbly proclaim before all, I'm no longer a slave to fear. (laughs) In truth, I'm actually seated in Christ Jesus above principalities. And so can you, my friend who's listening. And that's my God confidence, not self-confidence speaking. So mine is the story of a woman who seems strong, accomplished, and confidently walking in her faith. But in actuality, I was dying in the inside because I felt lost and was afraid to venture further, higher, bigger. It's not that I wasn't successful or wasn't successfully accomplishing things. I was. It's just that I know that more is required of me, but I was afraid to venture further, higher, bigger to reach the more. For most of my adult years, I have always wore the facade of strength, yet inside I have quake with fear and uncertainty. For years, I felt inadequate not worthy, insecure, the imposter among the gifted mass, such as yourself, wherever you are, whatever room you are in, when I'm among you, I've sometimes felt like the imposter among the gifted mass. I've agonized over the fear that if others look too closely they will see the crack on my particular mask. I've been terrified that others would see that I didn't belong in that room or in this instant, the hilltop, or in the instant of you listening me, this recording. They would realize that I'm a pillar, but one who is suffocating under the weight of the mass of strength. It's a mass, y'all. It's been a mass for a long time. Then a pandemic came. Life as we all knew it changed. And that phantom but oppressively busy clock seemed to freeze flittingly, temporarily, allowing me, and perhaps even you too, time to pursue God without the former distractions. In the shutdown, I find myself seeking God's face with a passion that I haven't felt since I was a teenager, newly converted into the faith. I remember. I so remember. Do you know the song, Take Me Back to the Place Where I First Believed? That place, that fever, that passion. Can you relate with me? Oh, my God. I find myself believing again that perhaps I truly can do all things through Christ who gives me strength and that God loves me, accepts me, and has made me worthy through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Do you know that God law toward the broken? And when I say law, 
think of the acronym L-A-W. I'm calling it his law toward the broken. L, he loved us with an everlasting love. A, he accepts us as belonging to him. That's what the Bible says. And then um, W, we are worthy. We are made worthy through the blood in the cross. You understand? Through the blood of Jesus. I've now believe again that God is who he says he is. The great I am. Now, for the longest time, I felt like I've been putting on the religious hat on God's heads, okay? And I've kind of like boxed him into what church say he is, what the religions are saying he is, rather than spending the time that I needed to spend in his word, diligently seeking him out in prayer, spending time with him and let him teach me who he is. So again, I'm back to that place where I believe, again, God is the great I am and that I am who God says I am. And I just want you to believe the same thing. Whatever your experience may have been with a certain church, congregation, um, Christian people, that's not God. That's your experience with people. Make sure your experience with God is your experience with God, that you know who God is. And God does reveal himself. He revealed himself through his word. First of all, he revealed himself even through nature around us. And he revealed himself through revelations. God revealed himself. And you've got to make sure you are seeking him. He says, if you are seeking him, you will find him. If you want to know who God is, Seek to know God. Seek to know God. Spend the time. Invest the time in the word. Stop quoting what people tells you. Stop repeating what people say and say you go in his word and find out because the Holy Spirit will teach you all things, will show you who God is. As you read his word, you will begin to understand who God is and actually learn to be more forgiving of the lies that were told to us, impressed upon us about, you know, that, 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 that we end up putting on has who, as a characteristic over who God is. So we'll learn to forgive that and forgive whoever may have missed, messed us up in terms of interpretation of who God is. We can be more forgiving and then have the strength to actually turn around and begin to teach who God is. Listen, this is where it, what it is. I had not realized that the enemy had cornered me to a state of unbelief where my back was against a wall and the spirit of fear has taken root deep inside of me. In those days, I only knew I was afraid. I went through the motion of my life's routines, religious practices, and of course, simply breathing daily. I, you know, existed, but I was not living family. I existed, but I was not living, living. I show up in church. I show up in the office, in the business. At home, I show up as a wife, as a mom, as daughter, as a family member, but not as my best self. You understand? I showed up. I was present. You've seen me. 
but I was not my best self. I existed, but I was not living in the abundance that the Lord promised us. I was not living in that abundance. I did my thing, but the joy has been absent for a long time. The joy has been absent. The Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So no joy, no strength. So therefore, I was left sadly with the burden of putting on the mask of strength. So for the longest time, I've been wearing the mask of strength, not necessarily walking in strength. Wearing that expected mirage of strength did not mean I was cloth in it. You know, I was not cloth in strength, able to laugh at the days to come. Secretly, I worried about a few things in life and then I just slumber. I sleep through the rest of my life. You know, you either were in a state of worried yet acting like nothing bothers me or I was so tired of the wearing and the insecurities that I just slumbered to the rest, you know, almost like a defense mechanism that I became unaware, unawakened until glory to God, until the echo of revelations like legacy, purpose, generational blessings began to penetrate the wall that I had around me. Cracks. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Cracks. Who are you? They say. What is your why? Those revelations started to crack and begin to, you know, shout loud and clear that I can hear. Who are you? They say. What is your why? What is your purpose? It's like I woke up or broke out recently in 2020. I detach from the mundane to align myself right behind the truth, the truth that I find in God's words. And I discovered something profound. The truth can change the facts. God's truth can change all our reality. Once I begin to know what God says about me, who he says I am, what he's saying about me, the narrative change. You understand? The narrative change. All those false narrative, all the false label just begin to fall off me because I was finding myself in God's words. I was discovering who he said I was all alone. That changed my perceptive. It changed the way I saw things. I am seeing things right now. The way I'm experiencing things. It changes to know what God says about me. My life began to change. The last time, you know, I had a word for the group is what I told them. I told them that they were on the mountaintop long enough when they had that, you know, walk up the hill. It had been a time for change for them. You know, it has been a a time for change for all of us who were part of, who's part of that ministry. But yet that day when I was on the hilltop, 
You know, even before I got to the hilltop, I heard God whispering to me. He was saying, be still. Right there where you've been assigned, be still. Now, Naomi, you needed to get to a, a position, a posture where you were still waiting on God, waiting on him. And that you who are listening, I want to encourage you also to get to a position, a posture where you are still where you are waiting on God, waiting, meaning that you are trusting that he has the plan, waiting that you are trusting he has it together. I encourage my um, friends, my sisters, you know, that they need to, to stand still on a particular hilltop. You're going to need courage, courage to accept what is here. Courage to accept what has always been here just for you and I to receive. Wherever you are, wherever God has placed you, you and I, we're going to have to, you know, have the courage to be still and wait in expectation that this is God's will. And he has a plan. Be still and watch out what he's doing because it is written Eyes has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. You understand? It may seem to you through your physical eyes that you're in a place where you're stuck, where it's not where you want to be. But I'm telling you, the message is be still. Is what God is whispering for some of you he, over out listening. You need to be still. For me, I need to be still where I'm at because God is getting ready to do something, to do something profound in our lives. And He is reminding those who need to be still that their eyes have not seen. Whatever you are looking at is not the last thing that you will see. Whatever you are hearing in the physical, it's not the last thing you will hear. Okay. Whatever your heart is conjuring, your mind is conjuring, is not the last thing that your mind can imagine because eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor have entered into the heart of men what God himself has planned. Not your plan, not my plan, not our family plan, not our friends plan, not our church plan. Eyes, ears, heart have not experienced what God is getting ready to do. So as you know, the courage Courage is not the absence of fear. It's not that we don't get afraid. But we need to consider today that courage is, you know, is our go and make. Because that is the decree that God gives to all of us. Every single one of us, whoever, you know, who has accepted Lord Christ Jesus as our Savior, know this. We have to go and make disciples of men. Every single one of us has been giving this commission. So courage is not the absence of fear. It's not that you are not feeling fear. It's not that you're not feeling insecurity. It's not that feeling you're not feeling that you are not worthy. It's not that you're not, you are feeling those things. Those are facts, but they're not the truth. But we can do all things to Christ who give us strength. That's the truth. Though I may feel insecure, though I may feel fear, though I may feel not worthy, though I may feel I can't, be, I can't speak, though I may feel I can't do, though I may feel I can't get up and go. 
but I can do all things through Christ to give me strength. That's the truth. See what I mean? The truth changed. Change your reality pretty soon. If fear was holding you back, if fear was holding me back, no longer, because now God has spoken. He said, what is impossible with men is possible through Christ Jesus. What is impossible with men is possible through Christ Jesus. Luke 2.52. So now we're going to have to know that courage, you know, we're going to consider that as our goal and make our goal. That you're going to get up and go. It's your get up and go wherever it is that you landed. Now be still. And begin to make, begin to do for Christ Jesus. Begin to do for the kingdom. I don't know where that is. Maybe it's at your job place. Maybe it's in your community. Maybe it's in the church because it's it's not always in the church. That's why I started by saying community, workplace. Sometimes it's in the church, body, congregation, assembly. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's in the workplace. Sometimes it's in the school. Sometimes it's in the community, wherever it is, begin to trust the Lord right there and make, make. Because when we have faith, we become very creative. You know what I mean? We begin to say, well, you know what? If, 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 we, if we were to do this, if we were to do that, if we can change this this way, you see how the imagination, the, sense, the, the spirit of creativity begin to activate it? Once we believe, what is it that God has called us to do? Once we believe that God is telling us this is the place where we need to make and do for him. And in the end of it, whatever it is God is asking you to do, the result of it all is we're trying to change life. We're trying to make impacts on people's lives beside our own lives. We're trying to make some impact for the kingdom, change hearts, bring people closer to God. Every single thing you're doing. Whatever it is God is calling you to do, it's going to lead us to the place where we are making for the kingdom. All right. Um, listen, <laughs> you and I, we won't need to lean on the mass of strength anymore. I've, I've left mine behind. On that hilltop that day, I walked away from that box. I walked away from that mass. I left it behind. Okay, we don't need to lean on the mass of strength, but we lean, but we have to lean. We're going to lean more on the strength of trust, of our trust in God. The strength of your trust in God, as in totally, absolutely, irrevocably. You understand? We're going to lean on that trust, trust, trust in God, trust in his word. Trust the truth that God has rest waiting for you today. <clears throat> Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, verse 28. I'm going to trust that God says that. He says, come to him, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens. Insecurities, fears, those are very heavy burdens. The mask that you wear that shows that you got this. You are strong. That's a heavy burden. When there are days you feel tired, weak, depleted. Those are heavy burdens and we get weary of them. 
we are tired under the weight of these burdens, God says, come to him and he will give us rest. All right. And let me tell you, tracking up that hill that day, I did my some puffing and huffing. Some puffing and huffing definitely happened for me. And so puffing, huffing is how we make it through life sometime. But now standing at that place that where God is telling us to be still, it may be your hilltop, whatever it may be. It may be a hilltop for you. It may be something else, wherever it may be. But again, be still. We got to seek rest right there. All right. And I let me tell you, I had this revelation of the word rest. It's an acronym that came in. And I felt like God was saying, you know, use this, use it this way. R-E-S-T, rest. R, reflect on the journey leading you to this point in your life. And that's what I've been doing lately. I've been reflecting on the journey leading me to this point on my life. I've been watching things. Some stuff has been great, good. I thank God for them. Some stuff I had forgotten revelations, you know, that God had shown me along the way that I had packed up because of my fear and security. I put them somewhere because I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt like I couldn't do this. Like, no, there's no way me, you know, Naomi, you know, the immigrant young girl who came to America, who barely speak English, that what God, you want me to accomplish this in this country in America? There's so many things that comes in trying to restrict reflect on the journey and there's been some stuff that's not good you know there's been some stuff from hurts in your childhood that comes along the line from you know even some um um church you know um drama that you've experienced that caused you know trauma trauma even in the faith we experience trauma again that's not god that's just man brothers and sisters men imperfect just like me just as i am imperfect with them and stuff like that the trauma that has come along the line i reflect reflect on the journey leading you to this point in your life look back and reflect and learn pay attention observe the ups in the in in the down observe the high in the low and ask for revelation ask god to show me if i'm standing right here and you're asking me to be still i'm at the perfect point in life to reflect on that journey to look back and look back on the road that i took look back on the journey that i took look back and reflect and then say, God, reveal to me what I need to see right now. Reveal to me how this all makes sense. Reveal to me how they all work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Reveal to me, Father, show me. And now you take that stand. You take the courage to be on that hill, on that point in your life and, and reflect. And you take the courage to ask the Lord to reveal to you. Now you have to eat embrace the revelation you are seeing as purpose god will for your life that's what i had to do i had to look back and then now i begin to embrace the revelation that i've been seeing all alone on the journey there's been revelation on the journey to where I am right now. God has been revealing truth along the line. Sometimes I embrace some of them. There were a time I completely rejected others. 
Hallelujah. But his love everlasting, you know, for me, his acceptance of me, knowing there were days I was going to reject him and forget about him and reject his truth. His, you know, plan, his redemption plan that, you know, made me worthy, even in my weakness, even in my sins, you know, that he, he had to find a way to just, you know, put me back together in relationship with him and redeem me back to a place where I can be in communion with him. When I remember those things, I said, whoo, this is God will for me. This revelation I need to embrace them. And I'm praying to God that you are embracing yours. Whatever it is God is revealing about you. You know, he's revealing about your strength. He's revealing about your peace. He's revealing about your character. He's revealing about your style, your lifestyle. Whatever he's revealing to you. Embrace a revelation. Some of revelations going to activate you to do something. Some of your revelations going to activate, you know, for you to stop something. But whatever the revelations are, embrace them. And one of the revelations that I received was that to learn to be more open, more open about the journey. God is, I don't have to be in a place where that I've already, I'm successful, that I've made it to, I don't know, this quote, perfect status of Christianity, unquote. There's no such thing. There's no perfect Christian before I think I can begin to tell people and share truly with people what to do. No, I need, I'm in the process too. I'm trying, I'm still discovering as well. I'm still in the journey as well. And I'm not perfect. I've stumbled along the line. I don't have to wear that mask where I look and sound like all is good when all is not good. And one of the revelation is that I needed to be more transparent. And I'm going to try to be more transparent as I kept keep moving forward on this journey. And then um, S, because we're still spelling rest, right? S, surrender your will to control the outcome. God designed the ship. Let him steer as captain. He designed, he ordered the steps of our lives. Let him steer then our lives. Because, you know, we got to surrender our will to control the outcome. I know. I'm just, I'm a, in my own way, I'm a control freak. I want to be able to be in control. I want to know this is how I want it. I've got plan. I imagine how this miracle should happen. You know, I pray. This is how I pray. And it's the expectation of what I'm waiting for, for God to, to deliver for me. No. I need to surrender my will to control the outcome to say, God, your will be done. God will be done in your life. Okay. God will be done in my life as well. He designed our lives. He stepped, put it together. He made the plan. Let him steer. Let him take control release the control. I know life is not going as you plan it. You know, that plan that you have about, I got, I will get married at this age. I'll have that many kids. I'll own this many properties and so many fort. I'll do this. I'll do that. Mm -mm. Surrender it to God. Surrender the control of the outcome to him. Because you know what? Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has in store for you. How is it you think what you're Im imagining this is it? 
You have yet to see all that God has in store for you. I've yet to see all that God has in store for me. I can't control the outcome. I don't know what the outcome is. God has a plan. He says, I know the plan that I have for you. That's what God says. He knows the plan. So we got to surrender our will to control the outcome. Our wants, our desire to control the outcome. We got to release it to God. Surrender. And then, see, trust the plan. Trust the plan as outlined in his word. God has a plan. He revealed his plan. He know the plan. He knows the intricacy of the plan. But he also revealed the plan. It's outlined to us. We may not know all the details of the plan, but the plan is outlined in his word. It is outlined for us. We got to trust what we see. Trust what we read. Trust what we hear in his words. Trust the plan as outlined in his word. And to know that plan, you and I, we're going to have to take the attitude. It requires for us to have a deer painted thirst as the deer painted for water. So my soul longed after you. We're going to have to de de develop a deer painted thirst thirst a thirst to know god more a thirst to know his words more the more we thirst for his word the more we thirst to know the truth then we will begin to trust and see an outline of his plan for our lives what he desire of us what he requires of us when we come to relationship when it come to even you know your choice of career it, it, the details of it may not be in the bible but the outline of the plan is you know you begin to see what is it how god is aligning you how god is calling you how god is stretching you what his plan for you in terms of your future what his plan what's the plan Trust the plan as outlined in his words. Go and find out. Is it, what is it God desire for you? What does God desire for me? That's what I need to do. Trust what I see. I see. I see the plan is for me to go and make. And I got to make. What's my make? What is it, Lord, you call me to make? I was put on this earth. I was created to make something for you, to do for you. Not just be here. I do have purpose. It's a lie the devil tried to say when he says, I don't. I don't have purpose. It's a lie when he says, you are nobody. I am somebody. Wonderfully, fearfully made is what the psalmist says. So it's going to be a back to the Bible season for all of us. Me included. I got to thirst more to know more. And I'm encouraging you to be of the same mindsets. Become thirsty. So thirsty to know who God is. What does his word says about you, about life? That's the plan. What does the plan says? Because our lives, mine, yours, our best lives depend on it. Because I want to show up the best 
as my best self. And I'm pretty sure you want to do the same. And so therefore, we got to be still and we're going to seek rest. R-E-S-T. Reflect, embrace, surrender, trust. Reflect on the journey. Embrace the revelations revealed. Surrender our will to control the outcome. And just trust there is a plan. That the Father got the plan. Be blessed and stay encouraged. I love you all. You know, I can't wait to see what else God is revealing for the rest of the season. I know it's going to be good. Because I'm putting myself in place to do just what he wants me to do. And that got to be an exciting and wonderful thing, right? It got to be a, I have not seen, is have not heard, no have enter the heart. Amen. Hello, family. It is my heartfelt prayer that today's word was an encouragement to you that you receive something from it, that it equipped you, it edified you, and just made your day a little better. Um, I want to go ahead and encourage you to subscribe to my podcast so that you can receive notification when new segments are added. I also want to encourage you to share the link that you are listening to with a friend, with a family member, so that they too can receive a word of encouragement. You never know. Someone in your circle just may need to hear the word that you just hear today. Go ahead, share the link with them. Be blessed and stay encouraged.